0: The popcorn moment, let us go. The story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Joe Biden's speech to America last night where he did not, of course, take questions. Um, I guess you could argue it was exactly what he shouldn't have done and everything you thought it would be. No unity of, of, of any kind. And he started out by saying, yeah, that Donald Trump did nothing.
1: Good evening, my fellow Americans. Tonight, I'd like to talk to you about where we are. As we mark one year since everything stopped because of this pandemic, a year ago, we were hit with a virus that was met with silence and spread unchecked denials for days, weeks, then months. Ooh, that led to more deaths, more infections, more stress, And more loneliness. Translation, it's all Trump's fault.
0: That's just, that is just perfectly Joe Biden. A man who has no interest in unity. That was always a lie. This is a guy who flies off the handle. This is the guy who has what? Terrible temperament. Sorry, yeah, 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 you're talking about Trump. I'm talking about Biden. Two things could be true, you know. Oh, you can't talk that way about Joe Biden. What about Donald Trump? Could you maybe control yourself? Joe Biden is a guy who calls people fat. Joe Biden is a guy who wants to challenge you to push-ups. Joe Biden's a guy who wants to take you outside. Joe Biden's the guy who wants to take Trump behind the woodshed. Joe Biden's a nasty guy with a bad temperament, and Lord only knows what's going on with his mind, although he delivered the speech with somewhat acceptability stood there held on to the podium gave the speech off the teleprompter turned around and walked away that's what he did remember it was biden who said you shouldn't t- shut down travel to china it was the media apparatus that said this is only going to exacerbate issues but it was the right move now could you argue that we didn't do this quick enough we didn't do that fast enough i think you can I've discussed it regarding PPE and not having the stockpile. Of course you can. But I can also argue when they told me don't wear a mask and then wear a mask and then don't wear a mask and the Surgeon General was telling me not to wear a mask and Representative Eric Swalwell was telling me not to wear a mask. They didn't know what they didn't know. And then they got better at understanding what it is they were dealing with. The biggest horror we have is ripping society apart over a virus, as opposed to working together, and we do it for politics. I I may have discussed it before here. I know I was discussing it yesterday. I think it was on Tony Katz today, noon to three. Uh, great show, doing great because of you, by the way. So thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Maybe you missed it, right? You're working. You you got a family. You don't have time. You do not have time to listen to me all day. I think that's shameful. But whatever. And I was discussing the fact that that last April. Outside of covering Jared Fogle, and I had to explain to people in, in other markets what, what the Jared Fogle story was, the subway guy, the case that took place here in Indianapolis, the, the child porn, the, the, the pedophilia. After after a week of covering that story, I remember it was a Friday, we had gotten done, and I said, thank God that's over. And I had never said that before in, in, in doing the show. I had never said that before in my career, and went to, to my program director, David Wood, and my executive producer, Matt Hiblin and said, yeah, I'm done covering this story. News can take it. I can't do it. By the, the news department and the things they have to cover, I mean, I don't know how they do any of it. I said, I can't do this story. The month of April, last year, so almost a, a full year ago, for almost the whole month, or maybe the whole month, maybe a little longer, maybe a little less, I would be done with both shows and literally say, what am I doing? Out loud, what am I doing? I would look at my wife and say, what am I doing? We're ripping each other apart to decide who can politically win over a virus. Who wants to be a part of this? Who wants this? I was a wreck, a mess. I, I, I couldn't, didn't talk to people. I just, it was having to do it every day. And watching that, it, it, this is this is this is no way to make a living. I could clearly say, what size coffee would you like? Like I can do that. right? A, there's nothing wrong with that job. and B, I just didn't want to be around this kind of holy hell horror. It's a year later, and we're still doing it. We are still making this thing political when it shouldn't be. And then Joe Biden is saying
1: things like this. I took office fifty days ago. Only 8% of the Americans after months, only 8% of those over the age of 65 have gotten their first vaccination. Today, that number is
0: 65%. Do you know how much of a hateful, loathsome person you have to be to do that? What are you doing, sir? They were just getting vaccines rolled out. You mean there's more vaccines now that they've got production under control and they're they have the ability to engage in distribution they know how to do distribution they know how to keep it refrigerated than there now than there was two months ago? Tell me more. you think Microsoft has got their operating system figured out now better than they did in nineteen ninety six. It is a unbelievable thing. That he is saying here. This is a hatred for the American people. Hatred. What are you doing? Taking credit? Oh, that's exactly what he's doing. Because there was no unity conversation. No saying Operation Warp Speed did the job. Oh, no, 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 no. Divide and Destroy is the name of the game. It's a disgusting game. And, uh, yeah, people voted for it. So uh, that's on you if you did.